Once upon a time, in a land of make-believe, a mighty queen and her army set across the sea to a new land. The Dragon King's clan had grown mighty in 3,000 years. The vampires united with the giants. Each new land was needed to expand the kingdom across all lands to unite the tribes as one against a great calling. Went up a great calling out across the land and sea. Each ship glided across the mighty ocean with the wind in their sails. The queen's youngest son, Tritanta, was sitting in the crow's nest, watching his homeland vanish into the fog. A mist landed on his face. It, it ran down his nose and lips. He licked the wet mist from his lips and smiled softly as he could taste the salt from the sea in, his, in the mist. He watched the 300 ships sailing in one mighty force sailing together like one mighty body, each ship in their own rightful place. Warriors guided the ships. Dratanta was on to protect the queen in case of a surprise attack. Beneath the dock was a cargo of three, three young vampires for export to a safe land away from invaders. The Dragon King requested the queen give them safe passage and in return his armies protect her kingdom from invaders. Quite a great idea to have alliance with a great and each tribe. Each link in the army made the kingdom's force greater. The queen relaxed, knowing that everything was going as planned. She knew that she was heading to the land where the gods are guiding her and promised land called Ireland. The gods talked about the Celts and Vikings and the many other tribes that existed in this special land. The ship sailed swiftly across the, the great and mighty ocean. Water ran down the dolphins as they breached the water, landing with a great splash. They went deep under the ocean. The young prince smiled at this amazing sight. He thought about the new land he was moving to with his family and all the army and their families aboard the ships. A brisk wind hit the cheek of his, on his face as he felt the cold in his eyes and on his lips. He joined his mum and she gave him a big hug and whispered softly in his ear, everything is going to be okay son, I promise. This is the last time we have to move. The gods are on our side promised land is, our, is yonder in the distance. He smiled softly and replied, thanks mum, you always make me feel safe and happy. He fell asleep in, in his mum's arms. She carried him to the bed, laying him down gently and covering him with the animal skins. They gave great heat and comfort. She looked at him sleeping and whispered, thank you to the gods for giving her this amazing brave young man. The queen all would be, we knew all would be well. No one would get past the dragon army. The army had a kindred bond built up. The gods only gave to those who in return gave them full respect, trust and honour. As the sun set, darkness set into a chill filled air. Dracota, a young lamp leprechaun, was sitting under a tree counting his gold. He was really young so he only had a few coins but he was happy because his dad was the king of the leprechauns. He smiled softly watching the moon 
coming out from behind the clouds. He did not mind the cold, but he had to go home for dinner. His mom would not be pleased if he returned for dinner late. He ran as fast as he could, and when he got home, he sat down with his 26 brothers and seven sisters, quite a large family. In the distance, a leprechaun was sitting under a bush next to a mighty tree. They were, they were warned to stay away from humans, but sometimes it could not be helped. A human boy was playing football nearby. He was wearing blue shorts and a blue t-shirt. He did not seem to mind that it was starting to rain. He looked up at the sky and saw a dragon flying with a great grace. It almost seemed like the dragon was part of the sky. A tiny sound came from the woods and made the boy, whose name was Lucas, jump. He wondered what the noise could be, a mouse or perhaps a very small bunny rabbit. He looked all around high and low and when all of a sudden out of the corner of his eye he saw a small golden light near the trees. After a minute the light started moving towards him. Eventually he could see the smallest wee man heading ever he had ever seen in his life, wearing a green coat and pants and very shiny black boots. The tiny man looked at him directly in the eyes and said quite plainly in a very strong voice, I'm the king, I'm, if it's my gold you're after, you will, have, you will have to fight me for it, for I am Turlock, the king of the leprechauns. Lucas opened his mouth and couldn't speak. He simply could not reply and out of surprise and shock. Turlock looked directly in the, bo the boy's eyes again and asked, Well boy, is it my gold you're after? The boy replied, No sir, I'm surely not after your gold. I've just never seen such a tiny wee man in all my life. The little man replied, Man, I am I am no man, I'm Turlock, the king of the leprechauns. Do you have a name, young man? Lucas laughed loudly and said, For a tiny wee man, you speak very loudly. My name's Lucas, wee man. The leprechaun looked at Lucas and said, I've told you already, I'm not a man, I'm the king of the leprechauns. Lucas laughed again. Okay, fine. I will not call you a wee man, I will call you a tiny wee leprechaun. So you have a pot of gold? I always thought that was just made up to, to entertain we kids. The leprechaun laughed. We sure do have pots of gold, Lucas. Lucas thought for a moment how cool it would be to own a pot of gold, but he be belonged to the leprechaun. The great stuff he could buy, stuff he, he could only dream of, of owning. If only he, he owned the pot of gold, Lucas smiled and replied, no, I don't want your gold. We leprechaun. The king smiled. Meanwhile, back in town, Aaron, Craig and Darrell played football on the pitch. Aaron phoned Lucas to ask him to meet them for a game of football. Lucas returned his phone to his back pocket and agreed to meet the lads for a cool game of football. The wind blowing softly, the air felt, felt warm on his face. Lucas said goodbye to the leprechaun king and headed to town on his bike to meet his friends. He eventually met them on a pitch and joined, joined in on the game. Aaron kicked the ball to Lucas and Lucas kicked the ball back to Aaron. He kicked the ball to Craig and he kicked the ball to Darrell. Darrell kicked the ball to Lucas. Lucas's dad collected him. Darrell's dad collected him and smiled. He said goodbye to the lads and he went away with his dad in the van. The boys carried 
carried on the game and Henry joined in. He kicked the ball to Sean and went around down for hours. Eventually all the boys and two girls, Mary and Jennifer, headed home. Lucas went to Craig's house to get a movie to watch later at Aaron's house. Lucas told him about the leprechaun and the pot of gold. Aaron laughed, but for a moment he did think about a pot of gold and how great it would be to get a pot of gold. Craig played football in the garden and his brother, with his brother until the cold breeze in the air made, made them feel cold. Afterwards, they returned to the house to watch a movie in front of the warm fire. Craig's mom made chips, peas and gravy. All the family watched the movie, never-ending story. This movie was about a boy reading a book about a magical place. He was reading the book in the attic of a school. Everyone enjoyed the movie. For out of the, out of the Queen's fleet travelled nearer and nearer to the new homeland, Ireland. The gods told him about this magical land, talked about them by many years many people. The three vampires came up from under the deck. It was dark now so it was safe from the sun's rays. The three of them looked up at the sky. They could see the most amazing moon shining across the sky and up an ocean and this made them all so happy. The queen watched them with a huge smile on her face. The vampire clan gave her people great respect and they protected the kingdom by night. Across the ocean the great fleet travelled beside the queen's ship all, all around the ship. Her ship was with main fleet of the, of the fleet. Other ships protected the queen's ship. She smiled while she ate an apple. She always enjoyed it safely in numbers. Her fleet of ships was the biggest fleet of ships to sail the seas. And it would not be long to go before they arrived in the new homeland. The mighty Drishanta was the king, the king, the high king of both the upper and lower kingdoms. Humans ruled as kings and queens in many parts of the, of the vast kingdom. They all worked together to keep safe lands for all. Life was important to them on the land of, of and sea. Lucas and Aaron had a game of baseball and basketball in the backyard. They talked about the leprechaun and whether it would be happy possible to meet the leprechaun king. Lucas smiled at the idea of seeing the wee leprechaun again. Perhaps he could ask nicely if, if he could have some of the gold. He could then own everything he ever wanted and wished for. They both watched TV, eating cookies and drinking cold glasses of milk. Han went out to the yard to give the dogs some food. They had grown so fast. He still remembered when they were tiny puppies. They weren't so small now. He went back into the house to watch TV with Lucas and his family. It started to rain heavily and it even got colder outside. Darren and his family returned after a long day farming. As his dad made him some food, Darren talked about his love for boy racing and fast cars and how much he wished to own one someday. His dad encouraged him to work hard and told him he'd, he'd then have everything he wished for. He ate his food, said goodnight to his family and went to his room to sleep. His family cleaned up and also went to bed to sleep. 
In the distance, we are able to see the Queen's sent our first ship to scope the dock to make sure it was safe to bring the fleet into port. The scout came back and informed the Queen it was safe. The Queen's ship docked in the port and everyone stepped off onto shore. The landing party showed them the parts of the kingdom Dratanta said they could have. The three young vampires were met by a dragon warrior and his wife, Ashley. She told them where to we're now safe and, and home. They all smiled, excited to meet another vampire. Her long black hair and bright green eyes made them relax after the long journey across the ocean to this mighty island. They went to a cave under a huge fort and they were greeted by a great, a great library and a warm fire that kept the cave really warm. They sat beside the warm fire place. The Tanta joined them shortly he told them he was going to protect them until they were old enough to protect themselves. He showed them to their beds deep in the cave because the sun would rise soon. All three of the young vampires went to bed. Dratanta told them the tales of dragons and elves and they, they soon fell asleep. Dratanta smiled and went back to sit with his sister Ashley. They talked about the, the great queen who had arrived to the island of Ireland night and how it would make the elf and vampire kingdom stronger. Ashley Young said goodbye to her brother. He gave her a big hug and her husband came to meet her on a mighty white and black dragon. Off they went through the air to, 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 with great grace. The queen settled in her new home very quickly. Her army went to the barracks to discuss about home, homes for the fam families and that had arrived on the fleet of ships. The man slowly rose above the ocean and the sun, sun with warm air filled the, filled the land. Arne and Lucius got home early to go to meet Craig and Daryl so they could go and meet the leprechaun. Craig and Daryl laughed at the thought of going to look for a leprechaun. They all went off on their bikes to the exact spot that Lucas said he had seen the leprechaun. They all sat under a tree, the biggest tree they had ever seen. They talked about the weather and football and not long after, right in front of their eyes, the leprechaun appeared. He stood, he stood before them wearing the greenest clothing they had ever seen before. He looked at all four boys, then he noticed Lucas. Well then, Lucas, I see you have returned to, with a small army to see my gold. But it's not here hidden far far away and same as yesterday you can't have it it's mine all mine all the boys could not believe what they could what they could see quite plainly in front of them Aaron looked at Lucas and told him he'd actually thought Lucas had been joking them about seeing a leprechaun Lucas laughed loudly before they all spoke to Torlock he gave them all a coin, one coin each, probably worth more than, a, than they could make in a lifetime. The leprechaun made him promise to never reveal to anyone the place where leprechauns could be found. They all agreed not to tell about Torlok and the pot of gold, and Torlok agreed for as long as the boys lived they could have wishes, but if they told about the deal their wishes would stop. The boys agreed to reveal, 
never to reveal anything about the, about the deal or, or gold or leprechaun and instead instantly Torlock vanished into the air. All the boys laughed for now they, they could have and won anything they wished for. This they celebrated by playing a game of football and they brought some takeaway food to eat and drink. They talked excitedly about how they're they're now the richest people in Ireland. Not every not everyone or, or even a king would be as rich as them. They enjoyed the meal before all headed home. The next day the boys went went to the shop to get sweets and cake and coke. Arn found a good book to turn to the elf. He bought the book and they all went to his house to watch a movie and read the book. Dutante gave his dragon some food and talked to him about the magic, the mystical, magical world they lived in. A breeze went through the air and a magnificent smell of wild flowers filled the air. The smell came from the mountains. Dutante looked over the, the land. The sky was clear, a perfect blue with, with a few clouds in the distance. He felt today could be a perfect day in the mighty kingdom. Bear smiled looking at his master, Dutanta. Dutanta could feel his dragon watching him. He was a kind-hearted dragon and, and had great respect for his master. He never wanted for anything. If he wanted it, he got it. Dutanta jumped in the, in the saddle and off they went flying through the air. They both watched the small army training near the river. Dutanta had a mighty army and his camp was vast. No one would dare invade him. His army was, the, was that mighty, well-trained and always ready for battle. Dutanta and his dragon landed on the hill to watch the army train. This was the future of protectors of the kingdom, upper and lower kingdoms. The wind blew softly on his face. It made Dutanta feel really happy and he remembered when he was a young elf. He sat on this furry hill with his father and they talked about how great a king Dutanta would, be, would become. As time passed, he learned how to rule with strength and kindness. A wild horse stood nearby. Dutanta had respect for all wildlife in his heart. Kindness made him a great ruler. Far away in the distance, thunder could be heard was travelling through the sky. It made Dutanta jump a little, but he smiled when he saw the, light, the lightning hit the sea with a great force and, and bright light filled the, the land. And, and it, another boom of thunder followed shortly after. A huge fork of lightning hit the water far out at sea and it began to rain. The bear told Dutanta that a big storm was coming so he agreed that they should head back for shelter before the storm. In the village, boys and girls played football with Henry Fergus McDally and his two sisters. When it began to rain, everyone ran for cover and they wouldn't, so they wouldn't get too wet. Aaron asked Lucas to play some music on his mobile disco. He carried in his pocket. He played dance music and they all danced around and had a great time. They watched the rain falling on the pools of water covering the ground. Henry Fergus McNally told them a story of how how he'd climbed a huge tree, fell from a height and landed on the ground and all he got was a few bruises and cuts. He laughed loudly as he recalled this story. Lucas scolded Henry, he was falling from trees was not funny, it was dangerous and that he should be more careful in future. Henry stopped laughing and he agreed that Lucas was right. Anne, Craig and Darrell all laughed at the story. The idea of Henry falling from a tree was kind of a little bit funny. 
quite and quite silly. More than likely, he'd made it up just to make himself sound more interesting. Henry and his sisters went, then left to go home for dinner. It was, it was getting late and kind of cold as well. The wind got stronger and the sky was jet black. Colour, now that the thunder was in the air, Henry and his sisters got home in plenty of time for dinner. Aaron, Craig, Lucas and Darrell headed home as well before the storm got worse. Lucas got home, went to his room to train to keep fit. Craig and Darrell went to Darrell's house for supper. Aaron joined them later, after he went to his house to feed his dogs. He'd also had a snack of biscuits and a cold glass of milk. In the distance, a vampire watching over the hills, his new home looked so peaceful. He was happy the long time he'd spent on the boat. Travelling to Ireland was definitely worth it. Ireland was perfect, just like the stories had been told by his family. He sat on the hill and saw a dragon on a hilltop with his master sitting beside him. He wondered what it must be like to own a dragon, the freedom it would give him. He could go anywhere he wished. Such a perfect way of life it would be, definitely, be his life after to know he knows that his that his uncle Tante would give him a dragon if he wanted one and if he asked nicely he contemplated how hard it must be to be a king and a ruler of such a mighty army in a vast kingdom he smiled the weather was improving he did not mind the rain but his two brothers did did not like getting wet so he had to stay home with them to, to look after them he called them to go for a walk they all walked to the top of the mountain to see the dive, the diving boards and the deer. Ashley described to them then how amazed it looked to see deer so wild and free. The largest of the huge horns must be the leader. The three vampires watched the deer with a great excitement in their hearts. Deep under the ocean a dolphin was swimming and eating fish right down at the bottom of the deep blue sea. The dolphins swim freely. One went to the surface, up, out in the water, right, right into the air. He landed on the water, making a huge splash. Up he went again, breaching the water with, with a great grace. A small boat was nearby, and the, the people aboard watched the dolphins. A little girl laughed loudly as she enjoyed seeing such a great sight. As the dolphins jumped high in the air again, it actually looked like he or she was smiling at the girl and her dad. After the marvellous display, the boat sailed off, heading back to port. Just then a gorgeous rainbow appeared across the sky. The little girl excitedly asked her dad if, if, they, if they could go look for a pot of gold at the end of the rainbow. Her dad laughed softly and replied, not tonight kid, it's, it's getting late, we have to go, go home. Mom is expecting us for tea. They returned home safely as they sat down to eat dinner. The weather changed again. Tullock the leprechaun was sitting under his favourite tree telling his son stories about when the Vikings and Celts invaded the land and settled peacefully after years of war. They came with many ships many years ago, but in all his life Tullock had never seen so many ships coming in, into port as he'd seen this night. These ships carried a queen and her armies. He wondered would this bring trouble to the peaceful kingdom. Of course, he knew time would tell. A dream of better days, a peaceful moment in time passes, and a stillness in the air felt powerful to Tarlock. A stillness across the, 
the great Mike kingdom where everybody lived happily ever after. <laughs>